This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. I promised you guys before we went to the break that I had a man on the phone line. And it's not Tyrone. It is call on Tyrone. It like is that. our guy, my guy, Ken Barkley, one half of you better you bet here on the BetQL network, three to seven PM Eastern time. They come on right before us. Ken Barkley, thanks for joining the show, brother. How are you? I'm good. I feel like there were so many directions like I could do eczema. I could do like I had a question about Rui Hachimura, actually I was gonna ask. I got I got all kinds of stuff to go. Let me ask you actually both of you guys a question. I don't know if you saw on You Better You Bet where we did the uh hard locks we did the uh, baseball team selection yesterday yeah. for basically the idea was like you know we don't pay a lot of attention to baseball just to be perfectly honest we're like recharging our batteries Same. all summer right. to yes. do football and uh and so hey if we only pay, i've always wanted to specialize in a sport like pick only a market or a team or a division or whatever and like not pay attention to anything else and just do that and i feel like that would that's going to make me like more interested, maybe the bets do a little bit better as a result of that. So we picked our baseball teams. So Quinn, for you, and then Ryan, I mean, obviously you have your teams that you follow also. Like, do you feel like when you give out Wizards bets, so you have this Rui Hachimura over three-pointers bet, I couldn't tell you what the right side of that, but I would have no idea what to bet in that in that market. Do you feel like, obviously you're probably more locked into the Wizards than 99.999% of people. For sure. Do you feel like your Wizards bets do better than your other bets just because you're, like, so plugged into what's going on? Oh, 10 times out of 10. That's why even in those cases I have to stay away from betting them so much because I know that if I start getting greedy, like, there is variance. Of course, this is sports betting. But, yes, like, earlier in the season with the Wizards, it was Contavious Caldwell-Pope over one-and-a-half three-pointers every single night, and he right. was just drilling them, drilling them. And then the well runs a little dry. You realize that you've been covering the team for a few months, and you're like, man, KCP's really off. Same thing with Rui Hachimura. He comes back from an injury, and he's just been shooting the lights out since he's been back. But nobody gives a rat's patootie about the Washington Wizards. But I could look at the board and be like, oh, I'm getting plus 145 right now for two threes right. from Rui. He's shooting 50% over his last 20 games. And that's when I give it out. So, yes, that's my hard lock, the Wizards side of things. So, I guess I do cover the Wizards, man. But then I can hit some bets because I know the team more than people. And that's just fine because I don't know if I would want to know as much about the Wizards as I do if I'm just a random person. Yeah, my specialties right. my specialties <laughs> Packers football and it's just the running backs. It's is it Aaron, Aaron Jones game or is yeah. it an AJ sure. Dillon game? AJ like Dillon I can, game. you know I could give I you the yeah, two plus touchdowns. I look at the weather, you look at the defense obviously, and then you look at, you know, is this going to be a game where Aaron Jones is going to use more as a pass catch? So I've been pretty uh, solid on Packers you get, football. All the times that you give those to me, they hit. Like yeah. I only when you say I, it's going to be an Aaron Jones game or an AJ Dillon game, I'm on it. I love playing those when you're on. But the like in the crazy, NBA, right? Yeah, because like how many, like how many, uh, like how many people who have just like let's say you have one area of expertise. So like for Quentin, like, and I'm, this is not saying you both only have one, but let's say it's 
the Washington Wizards or it's Green Bay running backs. Right. Like there's a part of me all the time when, when I encounter people that have like this really strong area of expertise. And like I have like a couple of teams that I feel pretty good about where I'm just like you uh, to myself. I'd be like, Ken, you idiot. Why don't you just bet this? Yeah. And that's it. Like, yeah. why do you bet? Why do you even bet anything else if you're like so locked into this exact specific thing? I don't know. So I've always wanted to just pick some teams for baseball, try to accomplish kind of what you guys have already accomplished, so, basically. I really like this angle. I, I like that a lot, actually. Did I see, because I was off yesterday, Ken, did you get the Detroit Tigers as a team this year? I did. Yeah, okay. So we did it. So uh, Nick, Nick is going to take the Mets and the Yankees just because he wants to, and he wants to do the specialization thing too. And he's he, obviously a huge Yankees fan. The Mets are the other New York team. That makes sense. Uh, our board op, Jake Hassan, is a huge Cardinals fan, so he's going to do them. And then we drew him. The Seattle Mariners was who he drew, which is awesome because mm. they're hopefully going to be really fun this year. Yeah. I was I was totally going to be fine getting, like, the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. Not, like, I was going to be okay with it. I don't know anything about baseball. Like, I would have I would have been all in on the Reds no matter how terrible they would have been and the Royals and whoever else I would have gotten from the AL. But I ended up with actually a really good draw. I got the Tigers, who at least will be fun early in the season. We'll see what happens. And then I got the Giants, actually, as the NL team, which was like, which you know, awesome. of the options available. Like, yes, I would rather have them than Colorado. I'd rather have them than Pittsburgh, rather have them than Cincinnati. So we'll see. So basically, I, I literally read for an hour today. I read about the history of the Detroit Tigers. That's actually what I did for like an hour today. Honestly, I love that. I'm such a loser. So, no, I love that's that. That's, that's how you do it, Ken. I and love that. That's uh, So we're coming back with the BetMGM MLB Power uh, podcast, which is powered by BetQ. Well, I promised to get that name right. And so it's funny because uh, Cody Decker and I both love this Tigers team, man. I love the pitching staff. They got a bunch of young arms like Casey Mize. And then I couldn't believe they spent the money on like Javi Baez. So I think they could be a sleeper right. team. I saw that and I was like, okay, that's the team I fell in love with. So that's a good draw right there. Yeah. I, I feel I feel pretty good about it. Honestly, I will guarantee that at this exact moment, both of you know more about the Detroit Tigers franchise and like how they're going to do this year <laughs> than I do. But the goal is by opening day, like I'm like this is this is cram time, right? This is like the final exam is yeah. a week from Thursday, opening day, first round of the Masters, opening day on the same day, which is awesome. <laughs> like need to need to be a Tigers and Giants expert. You know, I got about a little more than a week to make it happen. I, I love that, Ken, and that we try to do that with uh, the NCAA basketball this season and. I fell off the bag, the bandwagon or the wagon, but I know I'm coming back now with the UNC Tar Heels. I've been giving that out, so I feel good about the cram sessions. But let's go ahead and talk about these games. They are coming up Saturday, and man, I was talking to a, a buddy of mine earlier, and he was like, man, when do those boys play again? And I'm like, dang, the boys don't play again until Saturday. They got like a month off. They, after, after all this time of high-quality basketball, you now see these teams get a real week off to prepare for the Final Four. So I want to start with UNC taking on Duke. Of course, the spread in both of these games are four and a half, uh, but this one in favor of Duke, minus 105 here at BetMGM. The total is 151 and a half. I have a lean to UNC and a lean to the under, but no official play yet in the game for me. How are you feeling when you're breaking down this one? Uh, I like Duke in the game. I bet the minus four uh, okay. already yesterday. Uh, and I think, you know, there's a there's a question that kind of looms over both games and how you answer that question might determine whether you like a side, whether it's no bet or not. It's not it doesn't have to lead you in one direction. But with this game, you know, it's it's I know it's Carolina Duke and they're sort of like all this hype and coach Kane stuff. It's also a rematch game. It's a trilogy game, yeah. which means we have previous betting markets to go off of to try to figure out what the difference between the teams is. This was Alabama, Georgia in the national championship game for college football, obviously like they had played already and we knew what the market was. So we, you know, we kind of have to ask ourselves, all right, how much different should this market be than when they played each other in the regular season? So when when Duke played at Carolina, that was the first meeting this year, obviously in February, Duke closed about a three and a half point road favorite in that game. So you take away home court, 
implication there is Duke's like six and a half better on a neutral. Um, they play in Coach K's final home game at Cameron Indoor Stadium. Now, that line was crazy, as I'm sure you both remember. Carolina won the game outright, and Duke took a ton of money. That line wouldn't stop moving all day leading up to the game. I think it closed 11 or 11 and a half. So, obviously, a ton of home court built into that, a ton of just like extra like steam basically built into it. But I think you can still kind of come away with that with like still that six and a half, seven kind of true difference between the teams on a neutral, even if you give Duke like five points of home court in the game. All right. So like both meetings, market's pretty sure what the difference between the teams is. Now they're going to play in the final four on a neutral and we're four. Like what? Why? Right. It's like, oh, well, because Carolina's played really well. Okay. Duke has the best offense in the country right now. And it's playing way better than it did in the regular season. So like I can make the argument both ways for why, each team is playing better right now. It's just, it's very interesting to see a number this small when it would never have been this small at any point in the year. So it's not that like I have to be right and Duke has to be the right side, but typically when there's like a difference between the markets in the regular season and then in a postseason meeting, I will rely on the betting markets more than, you know, recency or like how Carolina's playing right now or how Alabama played when they beat up Georgia in the SEC championship game. I'll always kind of go back to the market basically in that situation. So for me, that just makes an easy bet on Duke in this game. Ken, is there any value with Villanova plus four and a half, like with the number? Because usually I would just jump and play that right now with Jay Wright, you know, and Villanova catching four and a half points. But the Justin Moore injury, the reason it's so big, obviously, is because they only go six deep, you know, so they're not a really deep team, even though they're the most experienced team in the country. Your thoughts on that game and the number? Yeah, I think that, you know, if I was going to bet the game right now at four and a half, I'd probably bet Villanova. Just to give you an idea, I think, you know, the question in this game, we had a question in Duke Carolina, we have a question in this game, which is like, how does Moore's absence impact both the side and the total? Mm -hmm. Is it being exaggerated in the market where we want to like play against it, like play Villanova? Um, Or is it not enough? Like, is he actually so important that it should be more than that? That's going to obviously lead you to your your valuable bet in this game. Um, Ken Palm makes this game one with no injuries which I think is kind of interesting and kind of gives you that nice yeah. baseline for like how much the line is adjusted from with more being out. Not that Ken Palm is like gospel, but just gives you like a pretty reasonable smart baseline for what the difference between the teams would be if there was no injury. So now knowing that, and my number I think is like one and a half or two with no injury. Okay. Like, are we really going to argue that his impact is like three or four points and like a kind of a, what's projected to be a low scoring game? Probably not. So this is either correct or it's too far. It's one of those two things. So I don't, I'm not sure if I'm going to bet Villanova yet. I kind of want to wait to see if we Gets, gets bet out even more than that. Um, I will tell you what I like in this game really quick, though. I love the over in this game. It's actually mm-hmm. my, my favorite bet of the weekend. So, um, you know, Kansas, the entire time, they played 37 games this year. This is the lowest total in any game that they played in. Basically, it's like tied with one other game. They played at Austin against Texas, who's like death to watch, basically. And that total was, I think, 132, 133. So just right off the bat, I'm like, Kansas, 132? No, 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 no. Like, that's not right. And I, I think part of this is, we watched Villanova. Like, we watched him play Michigan. We watched him play Ohio State. We watched him play Houston. What were all those three games about? Villanova, Boa constricting the game to death, very low possessions. The problem was, or the problem between these two games, or comparing them, all those opponents, Michigan, Ohio State, Villanova, or Michigan, Ohio State, Houston, I should say, all those opponents are very comfortable playing very slow-paced games, want to play slow. Actually, Houston's dying to play slow. Yeah. Michigan's dying to play slow. Ohio State plays a really slow pace. Kansas is the exact opposite of every opponent Villanova has played so far in the tournament. They're going to want to run. They're going to want to build a lead, which no team has been able to do against Villanova so far in the tournament. Um, I just think the dynamics of this game are so much different than what we've seen from Villanova. They just played a rock fight. I think that's affecting the total. The more injuries affecting the total down. I think there's just really good conditions to come in here and play an over. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Ken Barkley, you're the man. Thank you so much for joining the show, brother. Can't wait to talk to you soon. Go Tigers. (laughs) Go Tigers, baby. Our guy, Ken Barkley of You Better You Bet, here on the BetQL Network with Nick Costos, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern time, like I said, on the BetQL Network. I always love picking his brain. Not only is he a funny guy, but he knows his stuff. And a reminder, you can get a free online evaluation for ED and ongoing care, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. Roman, of course, the man, made it possible the for us to get uh, Ken Barkley on and, the phone. And the NIT tournament. Or, I'm sorry, oh, the, the CBI. CBI yeah. The CBI. Yeah, People I'm forget. My, I'm getting, I feel like, man, uh, and not that I don't love the CBI and NIT, I feel like these tournaments have been going on for like three months. Yeah. Like, if I have to hear about Texas A&M, well, I, could this finally be it for Texas A&M tonight? That was sick. And I no. see, like, now, like, draft analysts I follow are posting pictures of, like, them at the NIT. And I'm like, oh, come I on. I want none of these dudes. No, come I'm on. Kidding. I'm kidding. There's there's hell, hell of players. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. There's great but, players there. But hey, you're in the NIT. Right, right. These right. guys, Sam Bonavich has missed the last nine field goal attempts. Beat he, it. You know, Ken said a great – he made a great point uh, about Villanova. I do want to play Villanova in this game, man. But, I, I mean, my concern is now, what do they go, five deep? 